1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. One of the greatest tests a person can go through is to suffer for doing right. We've all heard of people who have gone to jail for something they didn't do. Then years, sometimes decades later, the truth is brought out. It's hard to keep a right spirit when we experience that kind of injustice. Joseph went to prison for doing what was right. The psalmist said that it was during this time that iron entered his soul. He could have become a bitter person, but he became a better person. This experience could have been a stumbling stone to him, but it was a stepping stone for the dreams that God had put in his heart to be fulfilled. Living a godly life does not mean that others will recognize it. You may be misunderstood and even judged wrongly, and others may believe it. What is important is that God knows who you are, and that He is aware of your integrity. Furthermore, He has promised to make all things work together for good in your life. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. And
0: welcome to the program. Phil here, along with author and pastor Ken Legg. We're looking at a dreamer this week, Joseph. We've been working our way through his story, and things didn't really go to plan, you might think. They went from bad to worse for Joseph, betrayed by his brothers,
1: then falsely accused and thrown into prison. Must have been tough times, Ken. It must have been, Phil. But, of course, it's here where he meets two interesting characters, the butler and the baker. Not the candlestick maker. He no. wasn't yet in prison. But well, the butler did it, didn't he? The butler did it, yeah. Well, the butler um, was the overseer of Pharaoh's vineyards and wine cellar. And uh, he was also his cup bearer, which means that every time the king wanted some wine, the butler would have to taste it first just in case somebody was trying to poison him. Interesting job then. I mean, do you apply for
0: that sort of a position or is it something that you're going to do that, buddy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the perks of the job, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the baker who was responsible for the food the king ate and he had to go through the same thing as well. Now, they both ended up in prison. Some people believe that they both um, were accused of maybe attempting to poison Pharaoh and there was an investigation, so they were there until, you know, the whole investigation was carried out. But while they were there, they both had a dream and they were disturbed by their dreams. Of course, Joseph pops up and says, oh, I do dreams, you know, (laughs) tell us your dream. So the butler tells about the dream he had, which was that of a vine with three branches, each bearing luscious grapes, ripe and ready for plucking. And he picked them and squeezed the juice from them into Pharaoh's cup and gave it to him. Well, Joseph said, within three days, that means you're going to be restored to your office. That's exactly what you'll be doing, giving the cup back to the king. And then the baker you know, is encouraged by that, and um, uh, he says, well, okay, this is my dream. I, I, I was carrying three baskets of baked goods on my head, and in the uppermost basket were all kinds of goodies. Uh, but then I wasn't able to give them to Pharaoh because the birds of the air came along and devoured them. Ooh, said Joseph, not good. In, that means in three days you will actually be executed. You won't get to be restored back into your position. Then he said to the butler, he says, okay, when you're released, remember me. Don't forget me. Mm. Put a word in to the king for me. Could
0: you imagine it being the baker, hearing that? Because uh, that's actually what happened. And In, in fact, yeah. both of them, that's what came to pass. But the butler forgot to make good on his promise to Joseph and uh, mentioned his
1: name. Yeah, the butler's dream came true in three days. Uh, Joseph's dream came true in 13 years. Wow. So I guess the lesson there, Phil, is the bigger the dream, the greater the preparation. A mushroom comes up overnight, but an oak tree takes 100 years. Yeah. And yeah. I always say if you can get a vision and run out and achieve it immediately, it indicates how insignificant that dream or that vision will be. But he was in the prime of his life, Joseph. Um, and what makes it hard is when you don't know what's happening. Here he was, this young man in prison and thinking, when are my dreams going to be fulfilled? I'm, I'm so far away from it even looking like you know there being any likelihood of uh, these things coming to pass. Now, let me read to you, Phil, from Psalm 105. See what the psalmist said about that. Looking at Psalm 105, verse 16, it says, Moreover, God called for a famine in the land. He destroyed all the provision of bread. He sent a man before them. Look at that. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time of his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people let him go free. So what we see here is, hey, look, You know, we, we can Joseph can look at this thing from a human perspective, but God's per- perspective is that he's actually setting things up for Joseph to be catapulted into that position that God had prepared for him.
0: And I guess if Joseph had gotten out of prison at that point, he probably would have gone home. He wouldn't have been in Egypt at all. That's correct, and and
1: that's what happens when things happen in our time, we miss out on the purposes of God. Listen to what Isaiah says. He says, For since the beginning of the world men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God beside you who acts for the one who waits for him. That's interesting. Who acts for the one who waits for him. You know, he goes on to say in another place, it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Now, when we're waiting, though, Phil, we can sometimes feel like we've been forgotten. Have you ever waited <laughs> in a, a doctor's surgery and you, you see somebody else go up and you think, oh, I'm yeah. sure I came in before them. Yep. <laughs> have they forgotten me? Yep. Or in a restaurant, you know, you, you come in before somebody else, but they get served first. You think, they've forgotten me, haven't they?
0: Yeah, that's right. It's an important part of our walk with faith, though, isn't it? That whole uh, waiting aspect. We don't know what's going to go come next, but God does. So our challenge is, do we believe that he actually knows what's coming next?
1: That's a good point, and of course he does. Now, two years later, Pharaoh has a dream. In fact, he has two dreams, you remember? One's about the skinny cows eating the fat cows, mm-hmm. and the other's about those uh, stalks of grain that were blasted by the, the wind eating up the plump grain, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he's troubled about this, and he calls in the magicians. They can't answer it. But then the butler remembers Joseph, and uh, out of the blue, there came a rap on the prison door. You know, Pharaoh wants to see you immediately. So he goes from being in prison to standing before the most powerful man on earth in a matter of seconds. Uh, That's how quickly God's dreams can come to pass. You know, when there's no likelihood or, or appearance of it coming to pass, then all of a sudden It all happens for us, you know. Could
0: could you imagine what it was like, the butler and Joseph eyes meeting across the room after 13 years and the butler going, oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry about that, mate. Joseph probably had that look
1: which says, I'd like (laughs) to speak to you. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, Pharaoh tells him the dream. And here's the interesting thing. You know, the first time Joseph uh, used his gift of, you know, sharing dreams, he bragged and drew attention to himself. The second time... He used it to try to get out of prison, you know, with with the butler. Uh, so now we see something has changed in this man, because you know, when when Pharaoh tells him the dream, he says, "God will give me the interpretation." You know, Let's give glo- glory to God here. Mm. And uh, so something's happened in his life.
0: And here again, we see just another dramatic turn in Joseph's life. He goes from being a prisoner to the highest officer in the land. So not just released from prison, but in
1: an amazing uh, position of power. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, Pharaoh's philosophy there was, well, if God has given you the interpretation of the dream, then he's going to give you the wisdom to carry it out. Who else could we entrust such a huge responsibility with? And so all of a sudden, Joseph had full power over the entire nation. But remember this, Phil, that um, the famine wasn't just over Egypt, but over all the lands. And this, of course, prepared the way for Joseph's family to come and for them to connect again. And, you know, Joseph kept a good spirit all the way through this. And we see the hand of God upon him. And we see this incredible principle that we talked about earlier in the week is that we are destined to reign. And, and some of our sufferings and our trials, they're actually training for reigning. And it's important that we just keep a good spirit as we go through. What I love about this story is that um, Joseph, of course, marries uh, an Egyptian, has two sons. The first one he calls Manasseh, which is Forgetting. So he's learned to deal with the past, the hurt, mm. the pain. And the second one he calls fruitful. And that fruitfulness comes out of the fact that we've moved on from the past, that we've got ourselves extricated, as it were, from all the hurt and the, uh, the sense of injustice. He's moved on from that, and as a result of that, he's been made very, very fruitful. Here he is, the, the, the most powerful man, as you say, under Pharaoh in the entire world. helpful and fascinating look at
0: Joseph's dreams and how they apply to us. Do join us tomorrow as we continue this conversation. And until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg and details about Ken's ministry, shop online at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.